That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey guys, it is Ashley and Naz and Becca Martinez today. Hello. I'm so excited to talk to her about everything from moving in with her boyfriend to giving birth and Mm. the fact that she has to deal with all the mommy scrutiny on social media. We seriously have so much to catch up with you about since the last time you were on our podcast because you literally lived. I think I was coming off of The Bachelor, and it was like, like you had you were living a different life. Basically, I was totally living a different life, and it was only a year ago. (laughs) Yeah, a year ago, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, I remember you came on March 2018. Oh my god. That's yeah, insane. no, 2018 was a year of a lot of changes, wow. and 2019 is too. It's just, you know, you never know what's going to happen every year. Yeah, I almost feel like once a year we should just catch up with you. Just see where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next year you'll... I'll have twins, you'll I'll have, have three kids. You'll be living on a farm... <laughs> Starting your own reality show with I the actually, Brady Bunch. I had my friend read my cards the other day, and she's like, the next two years for me, like, you're going to go places, like, you're going to move places you never thought you would, like, all this different stuff. She was just like, the next two years are going to be crazy. I'm like, the past two years have been crazy. First of all, that's little Ruthie, and she's breastfeeding <laughs> as she's doing this podcast. Yeah, just to like- paint a picture <laughs> for you guys. She's so mad. Okay, I'll take off my earphones. Okay. Aww. Um, um, did your friend who read your cards say that you would have a baby on your boob a year ago? Mm, no, but two years ago, she said I was going to have one boy and one girl. Oh, So I've got one girl, so we'll see if I have a boy. Were you excited to have a girl? Did you have a preference? Oh, my yeah. God. So I always thought that I wanted boys. Like, I always said that. Like, oh, I just, I want a bunch of boys. They're just easier. And then the second I got pregnant, I was like, I want a girl. That's so Aww. funny because that's exactly like, how I feel. And I'm scared I'm going to pull a Chloe where I'm going to be mad if I find out I'm having a girl. Wait, but maybe so you, want, want, you want boys? Yeah, I just feel like they're easier. Did Chloe want a boy? Yeah, Chloe she wanted, wanted a boy so I haven't bad. Kept up. She, they, they told her she was having a girl and she was like mad. It was like, oh my yeah, God. So I know. Bad. She's like vocal about it. Oh, wow. Is yeah. she still mad about it? No. no. I mean, she'd have to like try again for a boy. Yeah, she'll, right she'll try oh, again in a couple of years when uh, she finds someone. Let's talk about how we got here first off, though, <laughs> okay. since the last time we've caught up with okay. you. How did you and Grayson meet? And when how did you that were, like, getting pregnant, basically, Dude. when you were last on the podcast. Oh, I know. Was, God. Was he I got the, pregnant in May. You got pregnant in May. Okay. Was he the what? Was he the guy that you were excited about? Yes, because probably. He, yeah, okay. I met him at the end of February. Okay. Yes. You Thank told God. us about him, and you are like, I'm really excited. I feel like he's, like, my soulmate. Well, that's and dramatic. We were talking go- <laughs> about not wanting to go to paradise because you liked him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. Okay. So I met him 
We both rock climb. He's now opening a climbing gym in Long Beach. It's called oh Long goodness. Beach Rising. It's opening this month. It's so amazing. Cool. And what's the one that you used to go to? Was it downtown? It's no. It's literally right around the corner from my house. It's called Cliffs of Id in Culver City. There and meet it's a guy. great. Okay, yeah, cool. so many, so many climbing hotties. Nice. So we had a bunch of mutual friends, and we met at a friend's birthday party. Actually, one of my friends. Um, had dated him and I was like oh my gosh he's so hot and they split amicably she had no problem with me dating him and you're like I'm gonna have a child yeah Yeah. oh my god I think in like a weird way I sort of like subconsciously got pregnant like I had I'll just I'll just get real I don't know how raunchy your guys podcast is the raunch it's all the raunch I had been using the pull-out method for like three years and what I tell people you know because I'm like the pull-out method works and then they're like well you have a kid and I'm like well it works if you pull out and it's like when you stop doing that then it doesn't work anymore right so I just started getting yeah duh exactly I just started getting really loose with it and I was like tracking my ovulation and I was like oh you know I'm probably not ovulating it's fine (laughs) and then I was like oh i am ovulating tomorrow and that's how i got pregnant but just like one and done so you decided when you met him or in general that you were going to stop pulling out and just kind of because it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like i was like let's try for a baby like it wasn't i think it was this weird subconscious thing like wondering if i could get pregnant which sounds really stupid because like dang i don't know and you also hear all these people like trying 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 for kids and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, and like I said, this is all really like deep in my subconscious. Like me, I feel like this is something if I could get Lauren pregnant. would do because Lauren has been like so risky her entire life with it. <gasps> yeah, and she said she says she can't believe that she hasn't gotten pregnant yet. Yeah, because she has been so lax. Yeah, that she wonders if she's ha- going to have an infertility issue. <gasps> Whoa! Because yeah. it hasn't happened on an accident yet. Well, that's, wait, hold on. I'm that's my bouncer for you. Okay, all right. Um. Yeah, no, that'd be wild. Although I'd tell her to quit risking it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Unless she really wants a baby. No, no. It's crazy because I feel like a lot of people do that. Like Lauren, not like me because I know I'm not ready to have a kid. But I feel like some people that may, you know, just like deep down have yeah. always wanted to be a mom. Yeah, it's me. Or just like, let me just see what happens. Yep. Do you yeah, feel that's, like that's how you were? Yep, I think subconsciously that's how I was. I, I knew I always wanted kids. And I think even though I didn't know Grayston that well, um, I felt like I always knew he was going to be a good dad. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you know that right away with a guy. You're like, oh, you're going to be a really good dad. And I just had that sense with him and so how he's did, proved me right. How did that go down? Um, horribly. I mean, I don't know. It was, it was uh, should I stop? Okay. So how did that go down? Um, uh, horribly. If I you mean, haven't seen it on your YouTube. Yeah, it was, yeah. uh. I don't even know if I fully got into it. I don't remember. But it was not, no, it was not fun. I mean, Are you like, willing to go there now? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, in theory, I was like, oh, I want to be a mom. Like, let's see what happens. And then when I actually like missed my period and got um, a positive pregnancy test, I was like, I knew it was, I wasn't one of those people where I took like 10. Mm-hmm. I was like, I knew there was no such thing. Like there's rarely false positives. Yeah. And I was like, no, nope, nope, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And, um, it was suddenly like, oh no, this is real. And like, I don't want to be pregnant. Like, I don't want to be a mom right now. And suddenly it hit me of like the reality of kind of the, the way I had skirted around, you know, I don't know. It just, the reality hit of like what I had kind of done. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh and I told Grayson right away, and it was funny because his first reaction was like, 
his first reaction, like he kind of laughed and he was like, oh, wow, you know, and he was going on a trip to Mexico, a surf trip the next day for a week and like didn't have any service. So that was kind of weird. So I was like just talking to friends, like my sisters did not tell my mom or my parents. Um, And did you go into it hoping he would obviously hoping he was going to be down or I guess my, Mm. that's a bad question. I'm more asking, were you okay if he wasn't? with it i guess mm. you were gonna have the kid regardless well that's well so or i don't know you? i think i sort of assumed that like i <clears throat> would just get my way and mm-hmm. i was like okay i guess i'm gonna do this right. um but i was like sort of i i mean i was thinking like maybe maybe i don't want to do this and then um when i told grayston the reaction which is like totally fair like you're a 29 year old guy who's like not ready for that kind of responsibility like is just starting a new business like or in the process of opening up a new business all this stuff and he was like when i told him like oh but like you know i want to keep going i want to keep the pregnancy he was like we he just broke down you know he was like we can't do that and was like super upset and and anyway yeah it was um a long few weeks and uh we actually it's actually kind of crazy i i don't think i've talked about this but um i we decided that i was going to have an abortion and we even went to a clinic and like got the ultrasound and everything and um then my sister was really my big sister was really mad at me and she was like you need to like you need to like at least oh this is okay I'm getting my story all jumbled, but like the day that, um, basically the day that Ruthie was conceived, my mom had texted me. And, uh, so I'm just going to like rewind because my mom's very, uh, Christian and conservative and very pro-life. She works at a pregnancy care center as a counselor. Um, yeah. So this has like been something my whole life, um, that like, I know what she thinks and I've, I've been taught, um, like to be very pro-life my whole life Mm -hmm. and I always sort of thought that I would you know keep a pregnancy if I got pregnant and then when the reality hit I was like whoa but anyway my mom texts me like literally the day that Ruth was conceived and we didn't know at that point and my mom sent me a text and she said to me and my sister and she said I want you girls to know um if you ever had an abortion like I would still love you and like I would still be there for you yeah and of course at that time I didn't know I was pregnant I know wild literally the day that's so random I know she said she was like I don't know why I'm sending you this but like I just wanted to let you girls know that and she was like I like I don't she said she's like I don't know why I'm saying this but I felt like I should and then, um, yeah, so my big sister, when I decided that I, that we, that we were going to have an abortion, I, my sister was really mad and she was like, you know, mom would want to be able to be there for you. Like she would want to be able to be there to support you emotionally, even if she doesn't agree with what you're doing. And then I like, I thought back about my mom's text and I was really thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, there's a reason my mom sent that text. So I decided like just that day I drove to Fresno and I was like, I'm just going to, I can't tell my mom over the phone. Mm-hmm. I have to tell her in person. Wow. And um, the funny thing was, is I was like expecting this explosive reaction. I told her like, I'm pregnant and I want to have an abortion. And she was just very calm. And then I remembered, I'm like, oh, she's a counselor at a pregnancy care center. And she's like, okay, well, like, let's talk through all of your options. Like, let's really like think about this. And like, anyway, I ended up staying at my parents' houses for like three days. And my dad 
my dad was angry and he was like, mm-hmm. we'll do anything for this child. Like mm-hmm. you're having this baby. Aww. Like we'll do anything like for them. Uh, my parents already have eight grandchildren actually. Wow. My big brother wow. and sister both have kids. Wow. Um, Which is such a lucky thing to hear too. Oh so, yeah. 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 It, totally. I remember when you were talking about your parents in the last podcast and I could, I can imagine this based on what I know right. of them already. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then my dad told me, he's like, Beck, you know, like, you know, you were you were made to be a mother, and yeah. that's like part of who you are. Oh my god! And god. How I did was you like, I think that was like one of the moments where it hit me, and I was like, yeah. I mean, and my dad kept saying like, this is going to be okay. So my dad actually, both my older brother and sister, um, my dad. My dad's girlfriend got pregnant when he was 19 with my big brother. Mm-hmm. Then they got married and got divorced. And my dad's next girlfriend, when he was like 21, got pregnant with my sister. And, and, um, wow. so your yeah, dad so already had my dad, kids. The first thing my dad did was fly down to Los Angeles and like talk to Grace. And he's like, don't do anything stupid, like ask her to marry you. And oh uh, that's what God, my dad said. Really? That's really yeah, cute. That's what my dad said. And he was just like, it's going to be okay. Like, it's, you know, like it's, it's going to be all right. And my dad was like, I really understand like how you feel. Like I really, I really understand. And, um, anyway, yeah. And it was kind of like when I was at my parents' house and I sort of felt like it was fate that my mom had sent me that text because like if I hadn't had that assuredness that she would still be there for me and support me no matter what my decision was, I don't know if I would have said anything to her. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I don't think we would be in the same place right now. So anyway, wow, that's yeah. like that's a massive statement. It's super dramatic. Because I have so many questions. So many people's parents or people in their lives aren't supportive of them, like having a kid, and that can totally yeah. affect whether or not yeah they have one. or having an abortion. Right? Exactly. Or- right. I love this company. The next sponsor is. It's a great, great idea. I think the conception is that a lot of women have lower libidos than their partner. And that's not necessarily the way it has to be. So if you want to have the opportunity to to desire sex as much as your counterpart, go to forhers.com. That is F-O-R-H-E-R-S.com. It is not weird or abnormal to have a low libido. It's actually quite the opposite. Women have been given a pat on the shoulder and ignored when it comes to a solution for this very real, very common concern. So let's stop doubting ourselves and reclaim the sex drives that make us feel the best. Yes. So ForHers.com is a new women's wellness brand, which basically puts your body back in control, you guys. And what I love about this company is it was fought for by a woman for a woman. And ForHers is helping women reclaim the sex drives that allows them to feel bold and confident, like Ashley was saying. So no need to take time travel out of your already busy day. ForHers provides access to licensed doctors online who can actually determine if you're a candidate for a prescription medication to treat hypoactive sexual desire disorder, which is called HSDD. So a doctor will evaluate you And if it's appropriate, they'll prescribe you treatment for HSDD that can be delivered directly to your door. So convenient. No more in-person doctor visits, no more pharmacy lines, no insurance needed. So you can order now and get started today for only $29 by going to forhers.com slash get it right now while supplies last and subject to doctor approval. There are important safety information that applies. You got to see the website for full details. So go to forhers.com slash get it. That is F O R H E R S dot com slash get it. Forhers.com slash get it. Restrictions apply. See website for full details. 
so okay saying that you considered having an abortion right now with your child next to you how does that make you feel the first honestly like the first few weeks after she was born i felt like incredibly guilty and so there's also like the hormones from giving birth and everything and you're in the the postpartum period is like i mean we'll get into that it's craziness but um i felt really guilty and i would look at her and i would cry and i i would like i would sob and i would just be like i felt like i just felt horrible and having her there in front of me is like this being and this like beautiful child and Mm -hmm she's just her she already has a personality and everything and she's just so her and it was it just it made me feel yeah i felt horrible and then but now i mean it's just it, i was in a different space it's like a different perspective and i was like five mm-hmm. or six weeks along in the pregnancy i mean it's a tiny blip on the ultrasound and my perspective was totally different and i think that i need to like give myself grace and i think that other people should too if they've gone through that or if they've had an abortion or if they've considered having one like they need to give themselves grace if they're feeling any kind of guilt about it i was just going to ask you what advice do you have for people and obviously the topic of abortion itself is so individual individual absolutely it's so personal to whatever you want and whatever works for you in your life yeah and i don't have any kind of like i'm not like pro-abortion i'm not like Mm -hmm. yeah go out and get an abortion it's just a cluster of cells like i'm not in that camp and i'm also not like you're going to hell if you have one so Right. it's like it's it's crazy i think everyone should just have the right i mean yeah. there's even yeah i mean it's it's a huge topic yeah so um but i guess like my advice is i will say one thing i think that i guess just what i believe in my life is that um things like i don't know things i i i guess maybe it's just for my life but it's like things usually will turn out okay and they might not go as planned Mm -hmm. they might not go as planned but like things generally turn out like better than you think they will in these unforeseen scary circumstances and and i can tell you one thing if you're like i feel like if you have any doubts like really think hard about whatever decision that you're making and like what your motivation is and if i don't know i just think like don't let your motivation for anything, not even just like an unplanned pregnancy, be out of fear. Like really, yeah, can consider things. So your mom was talking about going over all the options and adoption is one of those options. Yeah. Would you ever consider that? Did yes. that consideration, was that affected by the fact that you're a public figure? No, actually, like I think... I know I definitely considered adoption and I brought it up to Grayson. He was like, no, absolutely not. Um, which seems sort of unfair to me because I was like, why are you, but I guess his thing was like, if this child is going to exist in the world, I'm going to be the one to take care of it. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of understand that, but I didn't, I mean, I get it and I don't get it at the same time. I get it. And I don't think it's fair at the same time, but um, he would rather abort the baby than let the baby have a life with a family that wanted it. Well, yeah. And that's another thing people don't realize is that there's huge waiting lists for newborn children. It's like, a lot of people have diff- more, they don't want to adopt older children for kind of obvious reasons but a lot of people want to adopt newborn babies right. and i actually went on a couple sites and there's like lists and lists of these like wonderful families who are right. just waiting for a child if they get the opportunity to um yeah so but yeah he said no and i was like okay well i got to 
have respect for that. Right. But I definitely considered it. What um, was just to go back to Grayson for a second? Then I want to talk about yeah. postpartum. But um, so how did that conversation and you know how did it really go down? And then how did it end? So okay, well, was he? The initial conversation was like very dramatic, like right. in a movie of like crying and yelling and me running into the bathroom and like sobbing and, and like how just long so did you emotional. Guys know each other again? Three months. Three months. And um, I think four months when uh, at the time when I found out I was pregnant. But um, but yeah, and then once I went to my parents and he had like he told he decided to tell his parents and at that point he was kind of like I just want to know. I just want to know what we're doing. And he had calmed down a lot and was like not quite so like emotionally fueled. And I told him over the, no, no, no. I got back to LA and it was actually on Father's Day. It was (laughs) on Father's Day. I think I remember this from like a YouTube. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I, it was on Father's Day and he was like, just tell me like, what are we doing? Just tell me. I just want to know like either way what we're doing. Yeah. And I was like, I think like I want to have the baby and, and he was like, oh my gosh, it's so dramatic. But he was like, okay, like, tell me what I'm going to be. And then I was like, you're going to be a dad. And then oh, we were both like sobbing my, and oh hugging. My God. Oh. And then now he How is How gnarly one. is this? Because you've known Super him for gnarly. four months. And so yeah. did you feel, was it more like a feeling, like an unspoken thing where you were like, and he was like, we're doing this together. Because I would imagine that's a very difficult thing for people to go through, especially with maybe a one night stand or a yeah. guy that they just met or someone they've been dating even for a couple years. Like that conversation, I would be so uncomfortable having because I'd be so scared on whether or not they'd be in it with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess like the, the, you mean like the initial conversation or like when I decided like that I was, that I, that we were going to have her, like which one, which one? Cause it's know. like the first one wasn't scary. I was like, oh, I'm going to get my way. Like it's going to go the way, right. this way that I think. And it definitely did not go the way that I thought. Right. And then it was a second time that and was really And you were really planning on having me. it on your own regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whatever, I can do this. Um, and... Yeah, and then the second time around, I was scared to tell him. But then his reaction was, like, so sweet. And it was, like, just what I needed in that moment. And so that was great. Because this is, like, so wrong. We just, Did you ever feel like, is he just with me because I'm having this kid? Yeah. Do we you had, ever feel like that? Not now. We had conversations about that, though, where I was, like, where we'd get in arguments. And I'd be, like, you don't have to stay with me just because you're mm-hmm. the father of my child. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want you to be with me if you're just staying with me for the baby. Like, I want you to be with me because you love me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I love you. He's like, trust me, if I didn't love you and if I didn't want to be with you, then I wouldn't. Like, he's like, I would still be a father to Ruth, but like, I wouldn't be with you if I didn't love you. That's so. amazing. Does it help that your dad has children from previous relationships that didn't lead to marriage? Yeah. Uh, but it's also scary at the same time because I saw my older siblings go through, I saw them experience it. I saw them be in limbo between like two different homes and my dad, you know, married, ended up marrying my mom and, you know, they're still together and they have their family and it's really hard to mm-hmm. like be in between two families and not really have one that's fully your own yeah. with like a, a unit, you know? Um, but it's also like, yeah, things do turn out okay, but it is hard. I'm so proud so, of you. This is like such an incredible you. story. What, um, I guess I want to get into childbirth, but we have talked about yeah, this previously on the have, podcast. So do you, cause I want to ask her about postpartum, but do oh, you yeah, have one totally. that I definitely want to know that. I just, um, want to know how, oh darn it. What was the <laughs> hardest, best and worst part of your pregnancy? Worst part? 
I think people don't realize how hard the first trimester is. Oh, yeah. Like because, the first 12 weeks. But you know why I think that is? Because you're not really allowed to say you're pregnant during those that time. So women yeah, aren't on Instagram. They aren't yep. being outspoken with their right. fr- friends and family because they're, they're afraid really not they're supposed to talk about it yet. Right. Because they're... Which I wish that we would kind of end that. I, I mean, think people, so. Maybe too. Yeah. Because like... The idea is that, like, if you have a miscarriage, then it's like you have to tell everyone that you had a miscarriage. Yeah. You already told them you were pregnant, right. but it's kind of nice for people to know what you're going through. Otherwise, if they didn't yeah. know you're pregnant, had mm-hmm. a miscarriage, you're grieving over something that other people aren't aware of. I mm-hmm. actually want to do a podcast on miscarriages just to make it more part of the conversation and more norm. And I, I know it be is really becoming good. that now, but it's so common. Actually, so many people. Have I know so many women that my have mom them. had one. Like my sister had right. one. My both my my sister in law. Had one. I thought that I think it's like one in five. Yes. Well, yeah. And if we normalized it and gave those women like a support system, yeah. people wouldn't feel <laughs> as bad about like admitting it. It's kind of it makes me so sad because I would imagine it would make you feel like broken in a way. Yeah, and I'm, sure. I'm super scared because you know I have like endometriosis, fibroids. Mm. Like I already have a lot of stuff working against me. Yeah. So that I'm like, I hope you know that doesn't. I think it was it just an- adds to like the whole, you're kind of on this journey yeah. on your own, you know, and then that just makes it worse. I would imagine. I think it was one in 10 pregnancies, which probably averages out to like one in five women. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, 10 yeah. pregnancies, but how many times does one woman get pregnant? Right. right. Hey, Naz, what did you get with Joybird? No joke, you guys. The item in my house that I get the most compliments on is this accent chair from Joybird that I got. It is so stunning. And actually, Ashley, guess what? Mm. I just ordered these new brown leather cushions mm-hmm. to go on that chair. You oh, know that nice. chair, the brown one I yeah, have. Yeah. So it's going to be all brown and I'm going to put sheepskin rug over it and it's going to look so cool. I'm so excited. And guys, honestly, everyone has asked me where this chair is from and I say Joybird and they are just in awe when they go on the website and look at the prices. So it's basically a revolution in online furniture shopping because Joybird is the company behind it all. Joybird believes that you should never settle when it comes to your home furnishings and you can always have the freedom to be boldly original. So from idea to reality, they empower you to create the space and furniture that brings you joy. Like I was just telling Ashley, um, my house, the aesthetic is very like, I I would say like boho. Native American. Yeah. Well, it's more, it's definitely boho inspired and vintage inspired, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely makes you feel like your space is, your space is uniquely yours. You've definitely personalized it in this amazing way. And I do feel like that chair has just added to that. Yeah. It's, um, with Joybird, you get one of a kind furniture made to your unique taste because they turn your ideas into reality with hundreds of styles and options. They have mid century modern, contemporary classics, customizable, and an amazing array of fabric choices from rich, buttery leather and plush velvet to every color imaginable. And I know when we get a new couch, we're going to be getting it from Joybird because they have a wide range of kid and pet friendly upholstery options. So, you know. If they're like bringing some dirt in, maybe some pee in, these fabrics are really good for cleaning. That's that. so clutch because if you have pets at home, like dogs or cats, you're going to want furniture that has pet friendly upholstery. Yeah. And what's really cool about Joybird is there's a 365 day home trial, which means you can basically skip the furniture store and then 
bring the showroom to you. You can sit on it, sleep on it, break it in. And if you don't love it, you can return it for a full refund. And what's crazy, guys, is that they'll even remove all the packaging material. So it's not like your grandma's house where there's like plastic over all the furniture. Like you can actually try this stuff out at home. So guys, see how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping. <clears throat> Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash get it. Go to joybird.com slash get it and receive an exclusive offer of 25% off your first order by using our code get it, G-E-T-I-T. Again, guys, it's 25% off your first order by using our code get it, G-E-T-I-T. Um, but I wanted to talk about teen pregnancy because yeah. you made a joke on your Instagram yes. a couple of days ago about how you as a 24-year-old getting pregnant has been regarded by so many people, especially in LA. Yeah. To be almost be like a teen pregnancy, like <laughs> no, totally. oh my god, you're 24 and having so a young. kid. You have right. your life ahead oh of you. Goodness. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah, I know because people don't even think to have kids until their early 30s around here. Yeah, or late 30s. It's crazy. <laughs> no, my, so, yeah, or 40s. It's funny because yeah. a lot of people listening right now are probably like young moms. Yeah, and or they're like I shouldn't even say young, just like married. moms yeah. at, yeah. at any age. Yeah. You know. So how was that like, especially like living in LA, a city where you don't expect to get pregnant until your 30s if you're trying. And then seeing you have an audience that spreads all throughout the country, how was the reaction different Like on your social media? Some people probably thought it was very normal and some people probably thought you were way young. Well, it doesn't help too that on my season, the whole thing was that like, she's so young, which yeah. of course now is ridiculous for watching Colton season. Yeah. Everyone right. is freaking right. so much ageism. Yeah. Ageism is such it, a thing. Well, you know, if they make it a narrative in the show, then it's like, then it becomes your narrative. And of course, no one I think said anything about any of the girls ages when they were but so anyway people already had that in their head if they were bachelor fans and like Mm -hmm. following my journey then it was like oh my god we remember she's so young from the bachelor and so now she's so young having a baby but the response is pretty overwhelmingly positive everyone was really kind on instagram i think people just get excited about pregnancy and babies yeah like people really like it i mean you're growing a fucking human that's it's so insane it's yeah it's like divine it's a divine oh but to answer your question the first trimester it wasn't even because of the throwing up because i didn't throw up that much Mm -hmm. but the fatigue Mm -hmm. it's like you can't walk up like i got i would get winded walking up a flight of stairs and i was like i was pretty athletic before i got pregnant like you're in this like the most tired you've ever been in your life. It's like so tired. Like, you know, when you're, you know, when you have like a tight sweatshirt and you're really tired at the end of the day and you like have trouble pulling it off your mm-hmm. head, you just mm-hmm. like want to get in bed and go to sleep. It's like that, but all the time. Like you're just weak and like, yeah, you're just like falling yeah. apart. My best friend's pregnant right now and she tells me that she gets so fatigued so or she tired. did in the first trimester. I actually thought of a question I wanted to ask, mm-hmm. uh, kind of for my best friend. You know how people say, you know, if you could go back and give future brothers, Bride's advice on how to be mentally on your wedding day. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to ask the same thing, but mm-hmm. on the day that you're giving birth, if you could go back and tell yourself, was there a way that you wish you were? Was there a moment you wish you took in a little more? Um, what advice do you have for people maybe going into birth soon that for the first time? Prepare yourself. Like I spent a lot of time preparing because I was convinced from the beginning that I was like, I want to have an unmedicated birth. I want to do it in the most natural way possible. So I ended up giving birth at a birth center, which is actually right next to Cedar Sinai. So it's like, if anything goes wrong, you're fine. But also people don't realize that midwives are like fully qualified for normal, uncomplicated births, which the majority of pregnancies are normal and uncomplicated. Mm -hmm. And in fact, in most other first world countries, 
countries, midwives, like in the UK, in Australia, in all of the Netherlands, they have midwives. Like you don't see an OBGYN unless you have some sort of complication. So does that mean that you don't normally give birth in hospitals in those places? No, a lot of midwives work in hospitals and they have some like here in LA too. Like you can have a midwife and still be in a hospital. But the great thing about midwives is they're not generally not surgeons um mm. my midwife actually like is qualified to perform a c-section and stuff so if i was to oh, have really? to have wow, an, that's amazing yeah, if i was to have to have an emergency c-section like she could yeah. help perform it I, so, um my dad being an anesthesiologist oh yeah uh, um do with the other first world countries have a midwife and an anesthesiologist if they chose to do it with meds um or is it commonplace I don't to not know about do it that. with meds? It's pretty commonplace to not do it with meds. Oh, and, good and Lord. With, um, with midwives, like the thing about them, yeah, like I said, they're generally not surgeons. So um, it's a lot like lower risk of having different interventions mm-hmm. like an emergency C-section or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so... I actually don't know about the rates of, of yeah. Yeah, medicated versus unmedicated in other countries, even yeah. with the midwives. Actually, and I could be wrong. They could still do it with yeah. the, uh, with an epidural mm-hmm. or whatnot. I'm what, really not sure. What is a natural birth? Like, can so, you define it? Well, you know what? People have, like, the definitions kind of changed because now people use the word unmedicated birth instead of natural because, you know, they say, like, all birth is natural, whether oh, you're okay. have an epidural. But traditionally, right. they would use natural just to be unmedicated and with as few interventions as possible. So there's things like using forceps or an episiotomy, and those things would be considered interventions. Oh, really? And when you have forceps or oh i guess so. what is not that? so much anymore it's so when they use them to the pull spat, you know the they pull the baby spatula. yeah to oh, pull yes. the baby's head out yes. um, that's what that's called i never knew that forceps yeah and um or like an episiotomy which is where they make an incision yeah. down right. which so i thought that was more common than than they make it out like episiotomies yeah i thought i'll so. tell you what having a midwife definitely decreases your chance of having an episiotomy is that? wait that's, so what is it guys when that's they, cut, what? they make an incision yeah basically they make an incision straight down and it's when they're having a hard time getting, getting it the out. baby out you never knew that it's no, like they totally commonplace it. but does it grow back yeah they sew it up yeah, they, they stitch it after and you heal but Ow. sometimes it can be to prevent more tearing because sometimes yeah. women will start tearing in other directions. I yeah, will say right. this. When you have an epidural because you're on, because you're, you don't can't feel, feel anything, anything yeah. people tend to push harder like so than they, they know, know. So they tear or wow. they end up, they have a, or they can't push as hard because they can't feel what's going on. So yeah. they have higher risk of episiotomy or tearing yeah. for those like either, either right. um, problem. Yeah. Did you get hemorrhoids while you were pregnant? No. No. Is that common? Um, yeah, I think it's really common. Got it. Um, but Interesting. Yeah, so I just decided I wanted to do it unmedicated because there's actually like yeah, there's what a are lot the of pros? good reasons. Yeah, what are the reasons? Like I said, generally like fewer interventions. Another thing that can happen like if you have an epidural is things generally go, they do go slower. slower. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes really? if things go slower, then the baby can go into distress. Actually, so, you know so much about pregnancy. I love it. Well, I mean, I just know like a lot about the anesthesia of it all. Because your yeah. dad's yeah. like explaining yeah. it. Okay. I'm so foreign to all this. So like things can go slower, which could cause the baby to go into distress, which could cause a need for an emergency C-section. Mm. Um, also, sometimes um, I don't. I don't really. 
I sh- maybe I shouldn't speak on this without knowing for sure, but my friend is a nurse and she was telling me the other day that sometimes I believe she was saying that with medicated births, sometimes the baby can be um, a little loopier and oh. so they can have more difficulty latching. So then can lead to problems with breastfeeding because like, the, the first latch is really important in the yeah. first couple hours. Um, so Ashley, you know how it's tax season? Uh, yes, I, I know more than I would <laughs> like to know. <laughs> tax season gives Ashley and I a lot of anxiety, but it also makes me start thinking about money, you know, just in general and how I really should be better with it and how I really should just start adulting and, you know, just start investing. And honestly, guys, thanks to Robinhood, which is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission free, by the way, my life has been drastically different because I feel like I'm actually utilizing my money and thinking of my future as opposed to being reckless with my money. And while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can actually trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. And they have really easy to understand charts and market data, and they place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. I mean, honestly, you literally, it's like you could have just bypassed getting a degree in finance or working on Wall Street. In four taps, guys, you are being financially responsible. (laughs) I love this part too. You can also view stock collections such as the 100 most popular. So with Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get Custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving our listeners of the I Don't Get It podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, and Sprint legit stocks, you guys, to help build your portfolio. So sign up at getit.robinhood.com. That is G-E-T-I-T dot Robinhood.com. Who was in the room when you gave birth to Ruthie? Uh, my mom, Grayston, the midwife, the birth photographer, and like a couple of the midwife's assistants. So actually a lot of people. What was Grayston like? He was, it was so funny. Um, well, Grayston initially said like he didn't even want to be in the room. He's like, I'll be out like having beers with the boys and you can like let me know when everything's done. And I was like, oh no, no, no. Like you'll be there. This is early on in pregnancy. I was like, "Mm, no, you'll be there if I want you there. And he ended up being like so involved. He caught Ruth, he caught Aww, the baby. So no he way. was on the other side. So he looked in. Oh, he was like on the other side with the midwife, like watching everything as like she was crowning, as I was pushing. And I asked him later, I was like, were you traumatized? And he was like, no. That's so cool. So, so I, think I don't know. He didn't have any problem with it. I think I've shared this story on the podcast before. Jared has been in two separate movie theaters and there'll be two vaginal scenes. One in Gone Girl when she was like putting the bottle up her badge to like simulate a rape. And then another one where an alien was giving birth. He passed out during both of yeah, those scenes. One in which oh the EMTs God. had to come because he oh, no. fell down the stairs. No. So I don't think he can I don't think he can look. I think wow. he might pass he out. Might pass out. Yeah. He might pass yeah. out. You should, you should. I don't think I want him to look because I think like Jared's like very easily grossed out yeah i think like it's just best he doesn't look. well gray like, like refused to watch videos and he said he was going to be by my head and then who knows in the in the in the 
in the final hour yeah. he might i mean i don't know i didn't i didn't tell gray he had to be on the side yeah. and he ended up there and Aww. he was into it tanner so who knows well, tanner did the same thing yeah. tanner's also very easily grossed out right i know i think it's like they they kind of jump into this mode where they like want to be involved yeah. i don't know yeah. but also very very high chance he could pass out so what was your mental state <laughs> were you angry were you sad oh, were you excited so, were you nervous were yeah. you anxious what i was gonna say is i did so much mental and emotional preparation all throughout my pregnancy for birth um that's I, interesting you say mental preparation 100 percent. what do you mean by that it's like you're it's like you're running a marathon and this is another reason people always ask oh, why why would you do an unmedicated birth and it's like because it's cool just like do it and say that you did it and mm-hmm. you have this moment of triumph and it's feeling of course you still have like of course you accomplish stuff even if you're medicated it's still mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. um but you have this feeling of accomplishment of like i did that like my body did that mm-hmm. and like i was like marathon. there yeah. so it's like a marathon yeah. why do people yeah. do marathons it's exactly yeah it's exactly a perfect comparison yeah my mom yeah my mom had me naturally and she's like i loved it she's like i got to eat right away mm. yeah. is that true she said that if you don't do it naturally you can't eat right away well, I'm lying to me. I don't know about that, but maybe I, back I, in the day. Maybe back in the day. I will say, like, check your hospital policies because a lot of hospitals won't let you eat, and that's one of the beauties of like doing it. Oh, look at my breast milk spurting out. The <laughs> oh other my side. god, you got. First of all, I just need to paint this picture right now. She is now breastfeeding Ruthie again. Her boobs are so perky, and there's milk <laughs> coming out of it. This is so crazy. <laughs> She's Do you drink it? Feeding on one. T- a gray drink it. I don't drink it. Have you ever tasted it? Yeah, it's really tastes like really sweet, like oat milk i can't oh. believe there's milk coming out of your nip right now yeah it's pretty crazy we're cows well or we're mammals <laughs> cows are us <laughs> i know but it, like our nips are just so it's so crazy it's so it is fascinating it is what wild body. Um, uh, oh wait what, what what was i saying oh yeah your mental when you, state um oh i was gonna say if you're in a it's really important i think to have a hospital that'll let you eat because or be in like a birth center or something that's the bonus is that i don't think i would i don't think i would have made it to the end without being able to eat because my labor was long it was 31 hours holy um, moly so do, are you, do you even what? feel hungry though because of the adrenaline you're you're shaky and you like need yeah like there came when in the pushing phase i was so fatigued i was like i need calories and I, yeah. well i'll go into that but all throughout my pregnancy i was like prepping there's a book called Inamay's guide to natural childbirth and just the whole first half is telling positive stories of natural childbirth because we're taught that that it's so scary and it's so anxiety inducing it's so freaky but it doesn't have to be i'm scared just to have drugs no i mean like no i mean i'm scared and i know i'm gonna have drugs yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's true well and i started watching a lot of youtube videos and i used like keywords like gentle birth and peaceful birth and like that actually really helped like seeing women who literally weren't screaming at all who were just breathing and the next thing is you would see like their baby just come out like that that kind of birth is like a real possibility and And it happens it does happen and so i kind of put myself in this space with all of my different research and all my different watching videos and listening to birth podcasts um i started getting really excited and i was like looking forward to birth. it was like a marathon i was like looking forward to it i was like so cool i love how you're describing this because i feel like to the to the everyday person we think of the movies you know or what we've seen screaming legs and stirrups it's not that way i I do feel like becca is one of the earth though she's like a jade though (laughs) she's a mother nature no i think a lot of people are like becca and jade i think we just don't see them that much because my doctor i go to a naturopath she gets she's 
the graceful birth in Silver Lake. Oh, they have people, neat. yeah, they have people go in there all the time and have natural births. And I never think, like, I always think the movie version. Yeah. Or maybe it could be an LA thing, but I think well, a lot of I people. I don't know. Like, one of my friends, she is the last, she's very not a hippie. She's like, yeah, that's me. She's like, I don't camp. <laughs> yeah, like, nope. I need, like, my Wi Fi. Yeah. I need my yeah. designer clothes. Like, she is a bougie bitch. And she just, for some reason, like, decided she wanted to have a natural birth. And she went, she did it in a hospital like with an OBGYN and she had a great experience and so she just like I don't know I wish I could have one I think I have to have a c-section I've been told maybe but I think if I could I would try and have a natural birth a woman in my hypnobirthing class actually had endometriosis I don't know if there's like different kinds so you said with fibroids so that might change I'll look into it if I ever um, get pregnant but yeah but yeah so I prepped myself and then I was excited I was like I can't wait because it's a psychedelic experience like you go into this you go into this like trance-like state where you're not feeling things like normal. You've got so many, you've got so many natural drugs, like so many natural chemicals pumping through your body. I literally would not, I, I'm not joking. I wouldn't call my labor painful. It was like intense, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, it's what they call pain with a purpose. Cause your body, like if you break your leg, something's wrong and like there's that kind of pain. Botox. <laughs> pain is pain with a purpose. Filler. I don't even think that Botox is even painful, but filler is, yeah. Filler's painful. Filler is painful. So. Botox is it. Yeah, that's it's, so it's funny, It's like my Ashley. laser treatment. It's my VB. That is definitely pain with a purpose. Ashley, that's so perfect. But it's so funny because whenever I'm that's at amazing. like the esthetician or like, you know, yeah. whatever they are, um, nurse practitioner or whatever, whatever and they're like do you want to be numbed i'm like honestly i don't even have to be numb for this i will faint if you draw blood out of my arm but you can poke my face and laser it and i don't and i don't care but i have to close my eyes i can't see the needle see that's (laughs) freaky anyways back to making humans (laughs) but it's just like yeah it was just intense but it's like i knew my body was like supposed to be what it's doing i also took a hypnobirthing class and that's all about like what is that it's like it's not as it's not as sexy as it sounds. It's just like you're, it's just about like breathing as pain yeah. management, basically. Okay. Like breath but work. I will say one thing: if anyone listening is like gonna do a unmedicated childbirth, relax through your contractions because that actually makes it less painful. Because there's two quick. I'll, I'll make this really quick. But there's Becca, like you're so good. We at could all definitely this. have two parts. Yeah, I think I, I'm like getting sad because I feel like I'm like looking at the clock and I I'm know. like, oh no, there's I probably know. this is so informative to people having kids. Well, we could do a postpartum. Okay, we're too, gonna but. do another one. But I want to ask you about postpartum after you answer. This. Okay, I'll make this quick. But there's like two muscles that go in opposite directions, and one is to dilate your cervix, and the other one, if you tense it, stops the other muscle from dilating your cervix. So when if you're tensing up your belly, if you're tensing up your whole body you're actually pulling against the muscle that's contracting so Mm. you're creating like more pain for yourself so actually if you can like relax and breathe and let your body go like totally limp and loose you'll literally be in less pain than if you were like tensing up and fighting the contraction Mm. what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
So what does a contraction feel like? We asked Jade this. What'd she say? No, I want to know what you okay. say first. And then just compare. cramps, just period cramps. Okay, that's basically oh, what okay. she said. She said really intense period cramps. Yeah, it starts out like really light ones, um, yeah. and then they just get a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger. But you always have a break in between contractions. You always they're never longer than a minute. So I kept telling myself I can do anything for a minute. Aww. And when each contraction's over, it's like over. Like you'll be your eyes will be closed and you'll be in the middle of a super intense contraction. Maybe you're moaning or whatever. And then it's over. You're like, Hey, can somebody get my water bottle? Like, can you get me a banana? Like your birth is so weird. It's weird. It's trippy. It's, it's like a psychedelic so cool. trip. It's Wait, I'm wild. so like, I don't want to use the word impressed. Cause duh, you know, like you were a nanny and the little I know about you, it makes sense. But just the amount of knowledge I feel like women gain when they are going, like I was just with my best friend and she's pregnant and I was like, let's go get a juice. And she's uh-huh. like, I can't have raw juice. And like, I don't know. It's just like your oh, body, was really bad. like all this stuff that you just like never know. And then you just pick up and then you just make a person. It's yeah. so I know insane. you don't, I knew almost nothing before. I think it's weird how automatic the body knows what's happening. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're built for it. I know, it's but so it's crazy. like so wacky. It's like, okay, and now I'm going to do these contractions, right. which you've never experienced in your life before, yeah. but it means that the baby's coming. It's yeah. so crazy. Okay, yeah. um, postpartum. Postpartum. Um, what is it? Thoughts on it? Did you go through it? The definition is just after birth. Yeah, but, yes. but right. whenever I say postpartum, I mean depression. Right. Yeah, so postpartum so syndrome. Yes. yes, it's so funny. Or postpartum depression. Depression. It's so funny you say that because I brought that up the other day. I was like, people say, like, one of my friends goes, I never had postpartum. And yeah. I was like, no, everyone has. Like, you're you're right. always postpartum after you have a baby. Jade corrected me on this. It's good you guys. It's good you clarified that because. You mean postpartum depression? I go, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. I would have yeah. never yeah. thought of that. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Postpartum, the postpartum period, I'm going to like talk about the first six weeks because like generally that's like the worst. Mm-hmm. I I was crying to Grayson one night and I said I would do the birth all over again to skip past these six weeks. Like, I think you posted that on your Insta story. Yeah. It was way harder than the actual birth itself because the birth is like, it's like chaotic, but like you know you've got all this you're on a high and everyone's with you and everyone's like yeah and it's just like this extreme event that's just so all over the place but it's fucking awesome (laughs) and then postpartum you're suddenly home and you're sleep deprived and your hormones are rushing down 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 it's like coming off adderall almost yeah yeah, that's kind of what it feels like, except like all the time. Like you feel like you're come. Yeah, exactly. You feel like you're coming down off of Adderall or really come down from any drug. Right. Like your serotonin levels. Yeah. Are just, are like- just like down and you're just all over the place. Like I was crying all the time about really dumb Aww. stuff and I felt like I was going to be like that forever. Um, and it's scary. Like I was literally scared to... My my birthday was the week after, so we went out to dinner, and I was like scared in the restaurant. Like I was like I was like there's strangers around, and like my babies. It's the most bizarre thing, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. And is it common? That feeling, yeah. Would so you that's call not, it depression? No, no, no. no. You just call it normal. Yeah, postpartum depression. I'm pretty sure is like if it extends past those six weeks. Got it. And generally, after like a few weeks, it'll clear up. But it is that's one thing I want to say to everyone. It is so normal to feel out of your fucking mind in the first few weeks. It's good to know. You're also on like three hours of sleep a night. So that makes everyone go crazy. You right. see it on The Bachelor. Hello. You're like crying mm-hmm. all the time and losing your mind. It's like that, but with an infant and like a life to protect. But you can help like postpartum depression is preventable in that like you can get a postpartum doula, which is basically What's just that? someone 
it's it sounds fancy, but it's basically just someone to cook and clean and help you with the baby oh. and just be your emotional support and be there for you. Basically, like what a good mom would do. Can I get one of those? Like if I'm not pregnant, <laughs> yeah. it's called a housekeeper. A nanny. Housekeeper. Yeah, a nanny. Yeah, you can have a nanny. Call it a nanny. It's like who's this woman? <laughs> this is my work partum doula. Um, you know, I'm just very extremely busy, yeah. as one would be if they had a, a child. Assistant. You need a personal assistant. No, slash therapist. I like doula. Sounds like warmer. It does. It does. It does. It's a nice. A magical word. creature. My doula, my doula. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how was Grayson with dealing with your emotions during those six weeks? Yeah. Well, it's been... Thankfully, my mom was there, and I would say if you can get some sort of like older, wiser woman to be there with you, especially one who's like been through it before, mm-hmm. do that. Um, Gray was great. He was just had to be at work a lot, but he was very men like help your help your wives or girlfriends out like do the dishes do any chore that you need just like he was basically he became like my servant for those weeks Mm -hmm. and it was really helpful and I felt bad at first being like can you make me like a smoothie like can you put this in the laundry like can I was literally like laying in bed asking him to do all that stuff but it helped me so 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 much speaking of do you you know how a lot of people say or my father told me that he changed after he had me I was the firstborn do you feel like Grayson changed a little after ha- since you guys had a girl? Um, yeah. I mean, like in that he's a father now. Um, in what way, though? I don't know. I actually can't think of like any tangible like change in his demeanor or anything. But um, I mean, it's a totally different side of him to see the way he is around her. It's awesome. It must so. be like the fucking hottest thing in the world. When Jared is. is like with your little oh, girl yeah. or little boy, Ashley, you're gonna die. Well, I just love it when he's you're gonna like murder with the dog. him of like of love. <laughs> I, I know, feel like. I know. Because you he's already with Emmy do. or with the dog, I'm like, I love you as a dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's amazing. It's amazing to like see a dad with their kid. It's so yeah, it's very sexy. cool. Ash, when do you want to have kids? Well, I'll probably end up starting um, trying a year from now. Really? Yeah. Me and Jared oh have talked about God. it. Yeah. I know. It's so crazy. But like if we want the option of three and like I want to be like, you know, not in my upper 30s, then yeah, we really I have t- to start yeah. then, which I'll be 32. That'll be like me turning 32. <laughs> and then the kid will come when I'm close to thir- 33. Isn't oh that insane? Like how insane. like it takes nine months for them to bake. I know, but it just sounds like before you know it. I'm going to be 33. It goes by <laughs> yeah. so fast. I feel the like pregnancies pregnancy go fast. by yeah. quick. Like Super fast. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Um, when did you? How far in advance did you and Grayson move in before? Yeah, that's what I wanted were, to get to. Oh it, yeah, uh, we moved in when I was. Let's see, we moved in, in September, so June, July, August. I was four months pregnant. Okay. So it was right when you told him then, right? Because was oh no, no you were no. dating for four months. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. She and told then you told May, him, and then they moved in in July, so, September, September, September. Yeah. Okay. So then let's talk about relationships when you move in together, because you and I both moved in with oh a boy God. for the first time this year. Yes, guys. What is it like? What's it like? I don't know about you, but it was harder than I thought. To live with a man, I feel like it would be a no, dream come true. No, for me. it wasn't the living; it was the moving in for me. The, just the act of moving in? No, like the act of like, this is your stuff and this is my stuff oh, and this okay. is where this is going to go and you need to get rid of this and I want to keep that. Explain. Like That was actually the biggest thing. So did you guys move into an apartment together separate? You went from separate yes. houses to yes. one house? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Naz just wants him to like do chores and like <laughs> lift and put up things on the wall. I mean, like that's fine. That wasn't what we had fights about. To the- me, that's what I'm excited about. But actually what Becca just said 
freaks me out, Ashley, because you know I love Dude. living alone. My place is so immaculate. The, the way you, it's you have, should the be way called you the like immaculate it. home of Nazareth, Jesus of Nazareth. My home is so like if the remote isn't facing the right way, and if I have to live with a boy who's like forgetting to flush and all that stuff, I feel like I'd turn into a monster. Well, it wasn't even like that. It was like he was like, I don't like this rug, and I'm like. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is my rug. Like, this isn't going anywhere. And then he'd be like, but you're getting rid of all my stuff. Why do I have no say? And like he said initially, like, I don't care. We can do whatever. And then you'd be surprised. Like, men come out with their opinions about things. What was like, like the biggest thing that you were like, cannot absolutely be in here that he was so bummed about? Like, all of his stuff. I got rid of like everything. I'm sorry. I did. It was, his place was, oh, it was horrible. He had like all this Grateful Dead stuff, all this Grateful Dead and Dodgers stuff everywhere. Oh my God, I love it. Him and I would be best friends. Like horrible leftover furniture his mom had brought down from like her house. Just like, I mean, her house is cute, but it was like ugly ass, like brown plaid couch that was like falling apart. Oh my God. So for you, it was more aesthetic. very much a bachelor pad. Which is funny because it's so opposite from Ashley's. Jared walked into basically like one of the most feminine, girly, beautiful apartments never, in your own way. We never imagined him moving in so quickly. Yeah. And then he didn't really have any stuff here, which is why it really made it easy because oh, he had like just a trunk full, yeah. you know, like an actual car trunk full. So he really has no say in our decor. But we do <laughs> say that when we get married and Lauren moves out, we're going to do a lot of redecorating. Um, oh, are you? Yeah, because oh. we're going to make Lauren's room the man cave. And we're going to make the glam room more of like a glam room guest room. So it's like more just like that's the girly space. You and have he a has- glam room? Okay, yes. what's so funny, the glam room's stunning. It has like, you know, vintage poster of sync. The Kardashian quotes are up. Two beautiful vanities. But recently I went in there the other yeah. day. And they have a guest room bed. I go in there the other day and there's a yeah. big TV. And what's funny about the glam room is Jared kind of goes in there when we record the podcast and stuff. And he plays video games yeah. on like the big TV in there. And I go in there and there's like... Brady drawings that perfectly are like cohesive with the Kardashian ones, and there's like a Patriots neon sign, and I'm like, this is Jared's little little thing, but it's also like in the way Ashley would want it up there, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I had to give him that when his parents got him the light up. It's like something that you would put in like a new a New England bar, you know, like a Patriots light. Yes, I can. I can. Or like your parents' bar when they when that he opened that on Christmas. I was like. Oh fuck! <laughs> this has to go somewhere. That I can't let him not. Put Wait, that how up. did that go down, Ash? Was he like, I want to put this up, or were you like, okay? No, one day he just put it up, and I was like, he just put it up without asking. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, that's fine. Oh, see, that wouldn't be fine with me. That's what I'd be like. I'd be like, ask me. Well, no, I can't. Like, he doesn't have anything in the house. I he can know. Have a that's wall. why you're such a good. Future wifey. Oh, well, thank you. Did but he ever? Is the, Superman, ever- the Superman picture is still framed in his trunk. Because, like, does he, he want that to go up? The Superman poster? Yeah. He does. Well, that'll go up he, in the yeah, man cave I when Lauren moves he out. He has yeah. to wait till September when, when he gets a man cave. Right. Then he can have superheroes and he can yeah. have all of his Patriot stuff. Oh, my God. He's going to have so much memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. But was he ever, like, when he moved in, was he like, I want to put stuff up? And were you like, no? Or was- I think he kind of knows how anal I am. So. <laughs> Gray's probably new, but he's just stubborn. Yeah. He, yeah. It was Aww. just. I have, I have, um, okay. So my, my thing about moving in with, with Jared and I want to know whether this is what happened to you okay. guys. Okay. Our relationship you guys. was like <laughs> with you guys. Oh, no, like, no, I'm sorry. Not. You and Grayson. Yeah. Um, so I felt like our relationship was so sexy and like every moment was so romantic uh. until we moved in together. And then it was like, oh, we live together. It's like every moment can't be hot. And then like the whole like dating 
hotness just totally disintegrated. Well, I'll tell you what, getting pregnant kind of disintegrates <laughs> kind of that hotness. Yeah, that kind of that makes sense. Kind of happened at the well, same like, time. Well, like, honestly, yeah. there was a lot of, like, anger between us, and it was, like, really difficult when I was first pregnant. Plus, I didn't, okay, my first trimester, I was literally, like, repulsed by all men. Like, oh, I hated really? the way they all smelled, no including way. him. Like, really? I, I just, I was like, don't touch me. I don't want to have anything to do. Like, that all stopped the second and third trimester. But the first trimester, it was like... I was like, no, you're disgusting. Wait, that's I'm so like, for me. Were you were you attracted to his pheromones beforehand? Um, yeah, not like not like super. Oh, it wasn't like I shoved, super attracted. But really, I shoved yeah. my nose in the nape of Jared's neck and like in his cheeks <laughs> because his natural smell. <laughs> like it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in my first trimester of dating in LA. <laughs> I'm just repulsed by like everyone. <laughs> that's totally. That's yeah, funny. I understand. But you've that. always been that Ashley with Jared. You've yeah, always liked to I know, smell it. But everything. I just like I it's literally been like it's like spot. animal instinct. Well, I've ex- I've experienced that before with men. I didn't, I didn't have it like I, mean, I don't have any problem saying it, but I didn't have the same. I've experienced that before. You're like it's intoxicating. Yeah, their yeah. scent. Yeah. I didn't have that. I don't think it smelled bad, but I wasn't like obsessed. <laughs> but then I'll tell you what. When I got pregnant, I was like. Ugh. It was just gross. No That's funny. Um, but anyway, yeah. But I do know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, it's it, it, be- so it can become really unsexy when you like know you're going to see the person every night and you like, know you're going to get in bed together yeah. every night. Sorry, Naz. Well, that's the thing. It's like the constant, like the consistency and like the stability is great, but it can be really unsexy. That it's makes sense. There's comforting. a double-edged sword to like everything. There is. I Damn. wish, like Jared and I didn't have an option to like do the long-term date. Like, you know, like yeah. it just made no sense financially or even like emotionally to yeah. live apart because we spent like five days a week together anyway. He was sleeping over that much. Yeah. But there was something to like waiting for him to knock on the door. Yeah. And like for me to get ready. Butterflies. Butterflies. Like, is he here yet? Is he here yet? And even like the couple hours separation where we would, you know, be apart and I didn't expect him to be there every moment. Definitely creates like that dating, those dating butterflies are so much fun. But the second you move in together, you're like, okay, so you're my best friend and I'm attracted to you. Did you experience that at all with getting engaged too? Because like, like, did you, did, was it the same, did you have sort of the same thing where you like realized you're going to spend forever with them? I know, I mean, I know you thought that before you got engaged, but like, did you experience that at all of <laughs> like, like an excessive amount of bonding? Mm, or no, like, like the other side of it where you're like, oh, I'm going to like be with this person. Was there something like unsexy or was like extra sexy? Cause do you know how, you know what I mean? Like it could kind of be a little bit it unsexy could be both of ways. realizing you're gonna spend the rest of your life with them you bring up a great point because i have friends that are like dying didn't even look at the ring when the there was a proposal because they were just caitlin didn't even look at the ring she was drowned in emotion like of course you're my best friend i want to spend the rest of my life with you i know other people where the thought was daunting to them yeah and they were like oh wow this is it like i love you i want to be with you but this is it and it's kind of scary no so with us we actually got like weird separation anxiety once we got engaged. Like uh. we we like I cried one time when I was just dropping him off at Nick's apartment. And yeah. like we were like, I can't leave you. What if something happens to me on the way home? Like Oh my God, that kind of anxiety. Yeah. Wow. It was like really crazy. And we still But Ashley and Jared like have high levels of anxiety. But the thing is, <laughs> um what we feel like is our actual problem now is that we're too comfortable together that there's no mystery left. Yes. And like we need to create more mystery because that's when like it that's when like relationships do get really unsexy because you're like, I know everything about you. Yeah. 
some we had a um marriage counselor on the podcast that we did this week and she said that somebody's in somebody's vows that she'll always remember the guy goes i promise to never fully know you because wow. like that's always gonna make he's always yeah. interested in discovering her i yeah. think that also what ends that's how people end up um saying like i don't know you anymore or like you're a stranger to me because i think they take for granted that they know this person and then they no longer try to know them more yeah. and then they wake up one day and they're like i don't know this person because they haven't been figured continuing to figure out the person and we're ever changing so there's always something new right learn about you should be evolving and you should be growing you should be wanting to constantly like yeah so what are you guys doing to like spice up your life um nothing right now (laughs) nothing i mean like he's gone all the time because of like work his business is opening up this month Um, plug the business yeah long beach rising climbing bouldering it's i mean why wouldn't you want to go yes it is a rock climbing place there's two yoga studios a sauna it's in this beautiful hundred year old building it's gonna be dope guys when does it open sometime this month yeah long beach all right guys so um, stay tuned on becca's instagram for when that opens yeah but um yeah and then having a new baby you know it's like the minute you're trying to get it on or whatever then the baby starts crying you're like oh well fuck this so like tmi question have you guys had sex since the baby since it's mm -hmm. been two months now yeah yeah um, How was that? The funny thing is, is like the first two weeks after she was born, I think like our emotions were like so high and the the chemicals and hormones were so high that actually like our first two weeks after I gave birth were like really kind of like, we'd be like making out and like oh my God, in the shower. Like the vibe. The, yeah, it was like super hot at first because like, we were like, parents, well, we were like, so high, you know, it's like, oh my God, like that's our baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow it's it. just like i wasn't expecting that like i wasn't expecting that feeling like the all first right couple i'm weeks. getting pregnant but then so no but then after it's like yeah like boner kill That's and then funny. um so yeah we have had sex since but it actually wasn't bad i will say this also another tip for moms if it like hurts and continue obviously like at first it's gonna hurt if you don't yeah. like use a ton of lube mm-hmm, because yeah. there's a lot that's happened down there yeah. but if you continue to have pain go see a pelvic floor physical therapist oh, and they okay. can help you sort it You're out just such a wealth of knowledge on this topic okay yeah. we have like a couple minutes left so i want to do a quick lightning round oh i got a lightning round at the end that i'll finish oh, up with. well this is a lightning Around. Oh, I know, but I'll have the last question. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so Grayson's like, she's hungry, she's crying. Oh, I'm like, no, no she no, just no. ate. You can hold her. So funny. I'm grossed out asking this question, what? but I feel like people are going to want to know. What? So I'm not really asking for me. Do you want more? <laughs> are you going to have more kids? Why is that gross? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I thought you were ask something about like sex or my vagina. No, or something. I know, like the stitches. Or I actually whatever. think yeah. I just feel like people always want to know, and I think you know, it's like, well, I just had a child. You know, it's almost like when people get married, it's like, well, when are you oh. having kids? Oh, when right, you're engaged, yeah, sure. when are you getting married? Oh yeah, no, I'm for sure having more kids sooner. What hmm. are you thinking? I don't know. I go back and forth with that because like. It's super fun. To you want to get this one right for close in age. I mean, you have a sister that's close in age. I have a sister that's two years apart from me. And it's like super yeah, you fun. Definitely yeah. want the age closeness. So fun. But then yeah. also, my big sister, she had kids like back to back to back, and she was like, you know what? Enjoy having just one because I do know from being a nanny, one is way easier than two. Like grocery yeah. store trips are yeah. so much easier than yeah. one. Like getting yeah. things done so much easier with just one. So she yeah. was like, enjoy it for like four years. Mm-hmm. Four years. I know. That's too much of an age. <laughs> 
age gap. That's me and Maybe. my brother. Yeah, yeah, it I, is a big age gap because you, do you know, feel like it's too big. Yeah, between you and your brother. Yeah, because we don't. We were only in elementary school together. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we didn't really. I mean, we grew up together, but we didn't grow up together. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It definitely makes sense. Jared well, and his I'm sister two and a half, and they are really close. Yeah. Well, I'm homeschooling for like at least some of elementary school, so at it. least I'll have that. To oh, that's there. really cool. I need you. Oh, you're the best. Um, okay, what's Do you your last question? question? No. <laughs> okay. Um, talk about what happened to your skin throughout the entire pregnancy. Because oh, yeah. Know that this is my number one fear. This is like why Dude, I've been dreading getting pregnant. No, I completely understand that. Ugh, I understand that. Um, my skin before I got pregnant was perfectly clear because yeah. of my whole like probiotic regimen stuff. Like perfect. Like yeah. no nothing. Oh my no god, acne you can't whatsoever. take pre- probiotics. No, you can. Right? You, you can. can take any of the meds that I'm on, which I have to get off months before yeah, I start totally. trying. Oh yep. really? Yep. Oh damn. I trust me, I know. But yeah, no, you can take all the probiotics and stuff. It's just like food like kefir and kimchi, but um, that didn't help anything once I got pregnant. Like I started breaking out slowly at the beginning and then towards the end of my pregnancy, like my whole back was broken out. My face was broken out. And then, oh um, and then immediately after I gave birth, like literally almost the day after my skin was just like my face and my back were like pretty like erupted and they were pretty bad. Just a lot of acne. And then now... Finally, two months later, like everything on my face is starting to heal and like my back slowly started to heal and there's not like new, so much new acne, but I think it's just freaking hormones. And for some people, it clears up everything. And then for some people, it breaks out everything. Exactly. People talk about the pregnancy glow and how your skin and your hair has never been better. I was like, I'm going to be. No, it might help you. No, Because you've had hormone imbalances. Hormonal acne issues. See, I didn't have hormonal acne. I'm I'm pretty positive I didn't. So I think like... The pregnancy imbalanced my hormones and made me freak out. Might do the opposite for you. And yeah, you were on Accutane too. Uh, yeah, Just but kidding. that was like a that was a couple years yeah, before I got so. pregnant, and the Accutane didn't help me at all. So. Could be opposite, Ash. Everybody likes to like give you that positive. Everybody likes to give you that positive. Yeah, I know. People told that to me I'm too. Like, Honestly, I know my body. I know exactly how it's going to react. Yeah. People told me they're like, "I'm sure your skin's going to be like amazing when you're pregnant." <laughs> I felt the same way. I was yeah. like, mm, "Yeah, mm-hmm. no." But it is starting to get better now, like two months after. But there's a lot of breastfeeding hormones. Have like you been using hormones. anything that's been helping that? No, I mean I've just, just continuing to yeah. do my probiotic stuff, right, and just my normal regimen. But I think it's just hormones. It's like mm-hmm. it's normal. Your body's going through crazy motherfucking changes, like crazy. so many. So, well, thank you so much for coming oh, on the. Thank you for having me. So what a like what a great year catch up. We could literally go on for hours, but I know, uh, I, know I could talk. You guys are going to want to hear Becca all the time because I could listen to your voice all day. What's your podcast and where can people find it? My podcast, um, which actually. Yeah, you guys should totally come on. We've been yeah. like wanting more people to come on. And anyway, I was going to ask you if you could come on today, but it was too much. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's Chatty Broads. So yeah, I guess I don't need to spell that out. Chatty Broads. And we do recaps during bachelor season, which is mm-hmm. super fun. And people call us Catty Broads um, because they say we're too mean. But I think oh, that I'm is really real. fun and obnoxious. I'm so here for that. saying exactly what um, we're saying, but we're scared for anybody else to hear it. <laughs> we say the... We say horrible things to the TV. Uh, I think everyone uh, does at home. I think everyone says stuff at home that they wouldn't say. Yeah, and they judge everyone else for saying that. I'm always judging outfits. 
always. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. And just like, you know, you all secretly hate the same kind of people. But anyway, <laughs> and then off season, we just talk about, we did a birth one and we're doing a postpartum one and we're doing dating advice and all kinds of just fun lifestyle that. stuff. So yeah. Chatty bars. You're the best. All Thank right. You. Well, we love you. Thanks for coming on. You're and thanks for guest. listening, Thank you guys. guys. I don't get This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. 